Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is God's Plans, Simplified Message Number Two. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today hungry for you, hungry for more of you, and ready for your word. We know it's a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. The entrance of your word gives light. We come ready to receive, not only to be a hearer of your word, but a doer of your word. We know that your word will not return void. It will accomplish your purpose. So we come ready to receive, Father, in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, I want to talk to you again today about Christianity in its simplest form. It's human nature to complicate simple things. Yesterday, we talked about how God created the earth, and it was all good. Then he created Adam and Eve, and soon after they sinned, and gave some earthly dominion to the devil. So then came the first two brothers in humanity, but Cain killed his brother Abel. Thankfully, folks, God had a plan. His plan was Jesus. But until Jesus came, the people in the Old Covenant needed to live by rules, or things would get progressively more wicked. But a remnant always followed God, like Enoch and Elijah. Let's start today in Genesis chapter 5, verse 23. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years, verse 24. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. 2 Kings 2.11 Then it happened, as they continued on and talked, that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them, and Elijah went up by a whirlwind to heaven. So friends, there were a few honor students for God in the Old Testament, including Enoch and Elijah. But because we didn't have the blood of Jesus yet, many people lived wicked lives. And unfortunately, many still do today, as they haven't accepted Jesus, the plan of God. As we read through the Old Testament, Isn't it amazing how many kings didn't live for God? But because God is a covenant God, he showed mercy and many times to those wicked kings and and his people. But ultimately, in those days and today, God eventually takes judgment when people don't accept his plan and live for him. Things got so wicked in the year 1656 B.C. that God had to flood the whole earth to destroy wickedness. Let's read Genesis chapter 6, starting in verse 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. 7. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping things and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. 8. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. 9b. Noah was a just man, perfect, or having integrity in his generations. Noah walked with God. Verse 13. On the very same day, Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah's wives and the three wives of his sons with them entered the ark. 14. They and every beast after its kind, etc., and all the animals. Verse 23. 
So he destroyed all living things which were on the face of the ground, both man and cattle, creeping thing and bird of the air. They were destroyed from the earth. Only Noah and those who were with him in the ark remained alive. Folks, so only Noah was left and his family and animals. So if it wasn't for Noah, I wouldn't be doing this podcast and you wouldn't be listening. Thank you, Noah. But God had a plan. Well, another point about the Old Testament is that prophecies of the coming Jesus are throughout the scriptures. Micah 5.2 refers to a ruler, the coming Messiah, who will come from Bethlehem. Isaiah 9.6, the New King James says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. My friends, this world needs peace so badly, and they can get this true peace only through Jesus. We also see foreshadowing of Jesus in the Old Testament. For example, Abraham's sacrifice of Isaac, his son, in Genesis chapter 22 as foreshadowing the sacrifice of Jesus, the Son of God. Genesis 22, 2. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Also the reference of Jesus as son of David and son of Abraham in Matthew. Now let's read Matthew 5.17. Christ fulfills the law. In verse 17, Jesus said, Do not think that I came to destroy the law of, or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Folks, some people want to ignore the Old Testament and only read the New Testament. But the opposite is even worse. Only staying in the Old Testament and missing Jesus in the New Testament. But this verse says that Jesus didn't come to destroy the law or the prophets, but to fulfill them. So, for example, the Ten Commandments are still valid today, even though our flesh doesn't want to follow them, and the decline of American values and Christianity directly corresponds to the many ungodly in our government that took God out of schools, and courthouses, etc., in America. I pray those people repent and come to Jesus before it's too late. Well, folks, tomorrow we're going to talk about God's greatest plan, Jesus. As it came to pass in the New Testament, the demons and Satan tremble at the name of Jesus as they know that salvation and heaven are only in that name And they work hard to get people following another false god that feels good to their flesh. We know there's only one true God, and his name is Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you sent Jesus to die on that cross at Calvary. That he is the word of God. So the more we want to know about you and your son Jesus and the Holy Spirit, the three gods in one, All we have to do is read your Bible and listen to that still, small voice. We're so thankful for your word, the best-selling book in history of mankind. So thankful for your Bible. 
So thankful for our pastors and ministers across this world that spend their lives, Father, sharing the Word of God. Father, those that were not called to be in the ministry, I thank you they'll be removed from their office and replaced with people that were called to preach this gospel. Not to be a hireling preaching what tickles people's ears, but to be a true minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I speak the same over government leaders throughout this world, that those that will not serve God will be removed from office and replaced with godly leaders. Father, we thank you for it. We love you. We praise you. We're so thankful that you loved us so much that you sent your son Jesus to die on that cross at Calvary. And we choose to live a life that glorifies him. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we sure love to hear from you. If you have any special prayer requests, prayer is powerful, folks. If you just want to talk or you want to share a a testimony or some good news, we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. We love you all. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.